Welcome to CalCast, your creator national podcast. God Network News, Episode 202. Welcome, GNN fans, to another episode of God Network News, the podcast that tells you what God's doing around the world. Not what CNN tells you, but what GNN tells you is going on in the world. If you're tired of listening to all of that crisis network news and you want to hear what God's doing, well, give us a listen. Steve Addison is a great podcaster and very passionate about movements of peoples to Christ. And Steve has his own podcast, very successful podcast, with over 226 podcast episodes. And the name of his podcast is On the Road to No Place Left. And we highly recommend that you subscribe to his podcast because he has an overwhelming library of exciting topics related to movements. And if you want to learn more about movements, Movements. This is the place to find the information, and he has lots of training and tools and other resources that will really make your investigation of this topic successful. So we really want to thank Steve Addison and his partners there at movements.net forward slash podcast. That's how you can find it at movements.net forward slash podcast for all of the resources that he has given us for these next few podcasts. Thank you very much, Steve. And so um, they asked, began to ask more questions. Again, I focused my outreach mostly on village heads, uh, opinion leaders, included also um, other influencers like the teachers of schools, for example, thinking you know they are shaping the next generation. They also have a, 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 a like a power position in society. Tried also um, imams and mosques um, in, in in friendly, respectful. A dialogue, yet unmistakably and unapologetically bringing the Jesus into into every conversation. Um, yeah, uh, cut a long story short. Um, you know, realized they are more open than I'd ever dreamed they would be. So we're praying for a movement, but somehow I had thought, you know, we'll see a movement maybe after twenty years. Mm. 20 years of compassion ministry, serving their needs holistically, sowing the seed, and, you know, um, like the waters are rising. With every year that passes by, there is more seed sown, there is more gospel conversation uh, among the people, and then at some point we'll see a breakthrough. Um, It happened much, much earlier. Um, And, uh, yeah, what did, here, what did that breakthrough look like? Very good question. And here we come to, to the main topic of our conversation. 
um, the person of, of the catalyst. So uh, we'll, we'll talk about it in, in, a, in a moment. I wanna, don't want to preempt, but you know, um, uh, my study and my book um, identified that one characteristic of every movement catalyst anywhere is boldness. So I, I'm not naturally a bold person. I, I was a shy young man. Um, so here, I, here we had lots of opportunity to share Jesus, but I realized in my heart there's much more possible. And I said to myself uh, and to, to God, Father, I'm afraid my lack of boldness is, is the minimum factor here. Fill me with boldness. Fill me with boldness so I can seize this opportunity, this door that's opening up fully. I'm grateful for the progress, but I think that they're, 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 they're receptive. And so I prayed for boldness. Every morning I got up and the first thing I did, you know, sitting with my Bible um, under the tree in my courtyard of my house is, Father, give me more boldness. Mm -hmm. um, and I did this for a couple of weeks. And one morning I literally jumped up from my seat and I said, I'm going to preach to them. Now, um, Again, this is a context, 100% Muslim society. They have been Muslims for 500 years. Uh, there is the picture of this. So we're talking about these conversations with the sheikhs take place under the trees. And there is just 50 meters away sit a couple of guys with an AK-47, the rebel army commanders, very intently, you know, listening in to anything that's happening. We're also told there is government spies everywhere. So in other words, you know, if we make the wrong move, they give us the boots. Uh, they close down the NGO and then give me five days to leave the country. So the stakes were high. And yet um, I'm going to preach, uh, which means I, I need to explain uh, not a three point expository Sunday morning sermon. As we had identified that telling stories is the approach and telling stories that integrate with their worldview and then expand their worldview. So um, here I was and thought, I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk to Sheikh Adam. Sheikh Adam was the senior Sheikh, again, authority structures, right? Thinking multiplication, uh, Sheikh Adam being the door opener, the person of peace. Um, how about on my next visit, I said, Sheikh Adam, you know, we have these wonderful conversations about truth and the word of God and about Jesus. But then, you know, my satellite phone rings or my VHF radio and I need to run to the clinic because there is something. And again, we get interrupted. I think we need much more time. How about you invite um, your fellow sheikhs and we have a meeting where we just explore truth together? Mm -hmm. Great idea, he thought. And he sent emissaries on donkeys in the surrounding villages. And uh, we agreed on a date, and sure enough, on that date, more than 50 village chiefs showed up. Now, I said boldness is a key quality of movement catalyst. I naturally mm. am not a bold man. So here I was, and, you know, I had these 50 guys, and um, we talked about the next vaccination campaign that's fell within our responsibility as an as an agency providing primary health care um, and planned that for, you know, about 45 minutes an hour. And my heart sank and I thought, 
you know, I think this was a crazy idea. Um, maybe I just dis dismiss them, and um, few will notice probably, you know, that we that we didn't um, tackle what we actually came from for. You're listening to God Network News Podcast with your host, Cal Curtis. Look up our website at godnetworknews.com. And I was about to say this, and then something in my spirit, you know, stood up and said, no, no. And I said, Lord, now give me boldness. And I, I kind of got up again and then basically started a meeting um, where I um, told chronologically the story of creation that is perfect and good and the fall the prophets you know common ground with muslims um who also tried to reach god based on their own merits and how they all failed and fell short and um how jesus is uh, the bridge into the kingdom of god um and there was amazing openness. You know? So I tell the story of Ibrahim, of Abraham and David and Moses. They are from figures they are familiar with. And point out in each of the lives of these prophets how they were godly men, righteous men, men who sought God with all their hearts. And yet they all had flaws in their lives. They all failed. Abraham lied. Uh, David committed adultery. Uh, Moses hit the rock in anger and so forth and so it, it is dialogical as much as possible so i asked them so do you think that um do you think that abraham was a, a completely righteous man do you think his righteousness was sufficient that he would you know make it back to paradise and, and be flawless before god and, and the same with the other prophets and then i said well you now we have seen the the, the prophets um and they as we all agree here right they have failed their merits were not sufficient uh, to open up the kingdom of god back to them if they failed do you think we today have a chance and you know you could feel it even though it wasn't a room it was open field and you know the, the village school in the background and the children playing it was sudden silence and you could feel the conviction so um, in that dialogical way, um, I, I had prepared an ending where I wanted to give them the, a chance to respond. So it wasn't one-way communication at all. It was always back and forth and also with the, uh, well, with the motivation they could express their hearts and thoughts. At the same time, I knew where do they stand? Uh, because um, what I learned from my studies later is a key competency of movement catalyst is the ability to change the beliefs, to challenge and then influence the beliefs of people. It's not mere enough for in many cases to simply share our testimony as valuable as a testimony can be. The power of, you know, my life was like this before Christ. Here is how he changed my life. But it takes an approach to understand what are the beliefs, because most people outside of the kingdom, they hold on to certain beliefs that keep them from investigating Christ further. And an effective movement catalyst is able to identify what these beliefs are and then to address them, which means either they're going to be adapted or they're going to be replaced. Um, so... Um, 
this is a, a what, what, what I'm saying, illustration of the, the competence of influencing others' uh, beliefs. So um, I wanted to find out how open are they really? And so I brought a, a, a gospel, you know, a leather-bound gold, a precious one, and said, you know, um, and um, I want to offer this gospel to you all. It's yours. Um, I will hand it now to Sheikh Adam, the senior leader of the group. Um, but if you're interested in finding out more about the message that we explore together today, uh, go to Sheikh Adam and, and you can have it for a period of time. And then, you know, if someone else is interested, pass it on to them. So I wanted them to own and this is, you know, oral learners, it's holistic. I wanted them to own this book, this gospel, corporately. What I didn't count on is that as soon as the meeting was kind of concluded, um, uh, two, three men jumped up and basically said, I don't want to wait until Sheikh Adam has read it. Uh, would you have a copy for me as well? And that showed me how genuine, you know, their interest was. Um, another thing that happened before the meeting was dismissed is I sat down and they had the opportunity to respond. And I just want to quote two, uh, two statements that were made by one of these sheikhs present that I think are very insightful. Um, one of the sheikhs said this, he said, you know, you all know I have lived in the north of the country. Uh, that's where um, fundamentalist Islam is the strongest. And I have been all to all the famous preachers and all the mosques. And, you know, brothers, I have never dared to tell you this. But today I feel we have heard the truth. And so I want you to know all these preachers in the north, they all use religion for their personal gain. And none of them lives what they preach in the mosque. I believe what we have heard here today is truth from God, and we need to find out more about it. So I could have never said that, right? I mean, I've seen mm. something similar, but uh, woo, I mean, never could I have said this. But so I, I realized there is this strong facade of a society that seems so deeply entrenched in whatever their religious system is. Mm. But behind the facade, they have questions, they have doubts, you know, they have disillusionments. And, and all it takes is, is an encounter for this to come up. And no one contradicted him. enjoyed this episode, please consider donating to help us continue to bring exciting stories fresh from the field. Visit our website at godnetworknews.com and select the PayPal link on the right side of the page or consider becoming a Patreon partner to receive access to more valuable materials exclusive to our members.